Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. My name's Marcus Speller and he's Jim Campbell. Hello. He's Luke Moore. Take three. All right. And the man in the jumper, it's Pete Donaldson. What's going on, everybody? I'm the fake Johnny. Trouble suddenly appear when Pete Donaldson isn't there. Yay! <laughs> Peter, uh, do you like the way Marcus referenced you as the man in the jumper this week? Just a nip in the bud, any talk of the shirt from Monday. Any overspill talk exactly. from Monday. I've just got a lovely top uh, piped number. It's a top jumper. <laughs> From Assos. Piped number. Mm. Um, we're here, ladies and gentlemen, and so are you. Football is very close, but the Ramblers with you now. Are we ready to talk about Manchester United versus Bournemouth? I think so. Yeah, all right then. Well, let's, uh, <laughs> let's do it. Good news for Manchester United. Of course, Ibrahimovic has said he's keen to stay until 2019. Mm. Yeah, when I heard that, I thought, that's miles away, and it's not. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it isn't, It's like it? a year and a half away. <laughs> it's like going, do you want to go out until next week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you want to get married for a year? The reason why this is big news, of course, the man in, in football terms is a advanced in years yes. mm. you could say um, he's got an uh, option of 12 months extra at the end of this season which would take him up to the end of 2018 season if you like summer of 2018 and he's thinking oh, I'm looking ahead mm. And that's good news for Manchester United, mm. providing that he stays in the shape he does, which you imagine he would, Jim. Uh, yeah, do you, I think he's having such a good time, he wants to win a league, doesn't he? So he's trying to give himself as many opportunities as possible. Yeah, he, he, he must pride himself on how good his record is in in terms of like just rocking up to countries and, and winning their leagues, single, Zlatanly. He, he, he certainly prides himself on a lot of things, mainly him things. being And him. that's why I figure one of, the, one of them will be those things, mm. because it is a thing. I um, Nicely put, Jim. I, I, um, <laughs> I, um, I was really interested in what Antonio Valencia said um, about, yeah. about Jose Mourinho mm. restoring the uh, the values of Sir Alex Ferguson to the club. I liked it because it was a lovely dig at Van Gaal. It was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Van Gaal, th- th- let's get it right. Van Gaal's not bothered. No. Van Gaal is at this moment standing in front of a full-length mirror admiring his own ball sack. <laughs> mm. But it was still an admirable dig from Antonio Valencia because it was completely unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. So I, I really like that. He set the tone for the game against Bournemouth with that. Cutting in yeah. from, the, from the outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cutting in. David Moyes is quite happy that Louis Van Gaal went there and was very unpopular We'd sort of forgotten about Moyes, yeah. really, and uh, rubbed him out a little bit. It's crazy, isn't it? David Moyes was managing Manchester United not that long ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. and none of us thought it was that weird at the time. He no. shouldn't be managing Sunderland now. Well, he's not really. <laughs> no, 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 He's like fit. We all said when um, David Moyes was fired, oh, you, don't, you never want to be the man who's going to follow Alex Ferguson. You want to be the man who followed the man that Alex Ferguson. And that turned out to be bullshit as well. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was also quite bad. I mean, oh. on his side. The, the, you know, the, the man has done a lot in his career. It's so funny how he was so unpopular. He did win an FA Cup, though. Mm. Yeah, that's what I mean. I said oh, FA Cup as well. Mm. 
Riddle Hobby. Yeah. All I that business. I think we got a lot of mileage out of him, to yeah. be fair. Oh, oh, he, he was a great servant to us. <laughs> and that's why we like him. That's yeah. why we've and had and the, and the special medal made for him. Yeah. <laughs> us being anyone who doesn't support Man United. Yeah. Mm. Hey, yep. Was that your Geordie accent then? Or was that a Louis Van Hall impression? <laughs> uh, you always take the mick out of my accents. You're the fake Geordie, mate. That's yeah. We've all heard you're American. Yeah, um, we have, actually. Mm-hmm. Less said about that, the better. According to Valencia, the club is a much happier place nowadays. Yeah, yeah that's It's right. strange, isn't it, that it's taken this long for him to get these, these little digs in. <laughs> He's scared. Yeah. He's just yeah. scared of the man. I think but to be fair, they needed to see what Mourinho was going to do. Mm. True. Yeah. We're waiting for Brexit, Happy so he couldn't come back <laughs> in. <yeah. laughs> well, it wouldn't affect Valencia, really, would it? Well, it might affect Van Hal, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's yeah. what I mean, yeah, yeah. Having a good season, Valencia, isn't he? Because he just, he just makes sure he's involved. Yeah. If it doesn't work, he's a brilliant he just bombs player. back on. I think he's a good player. <laughs> uh, what about Paul Pogba having a plate thrown at him? In right yeah, yeah. yeah. This is terrible behaviour, really. <laughs> Go on then, Jim. <laughs> the plate throwers. Well, um, we were talking about this earlier. Um, and, and it, it's the way the story's been presented that I think is sort of stuck in the craw of everybody. Yeah, it? I didn't because enjoy it, that. It's been presented yeah. as if Paul Pogba refused an autograph, but the reality of it, if you if you watch a video, is he's clearly being bothered by some quite drunk people. Oh, there was a video. Right, okay. and, uh, yeah, uh, a and video, aggressive yeah. towards yeah. him, and he's completely within his rights to just say, "Look, I'm you know I'm, I'm having a night out. You're be, you're being very intimidating and weird." And then they just started um, trying to have a pop at him because they want to be the the big man who you know who starts on a very rich footballer and yeah it's just uh, it's a shame that that wasn't reflected in how it was reported really well the newspaper who reported it which I won't name because I don't like them uh, was um, <laughs> the £89 million Frenchman he was talked about as yeah. the £290,000 a week midfielder <clears throat> who apparently uh, the fans involved pay for his mammoth salary which probably isn't even true mm, yeah. because um, <clears throat> you know the, the economics around that to do with Sky and lots of other different and those what? guys the guys who were involved in that were not the sort of dedicated diehard no. fans who go but on that, on that rationale, that the guy who wrote that article mm. and people who write those articles, do they not, in a sense, live and die on how many people buy the newspapers? Yeah. So if or I read don't online, I suppose. Okay, fine. But if I so if I don't like one of their articles, can I just throw a plate at him in the restaurant and I can say, <laughs> yeah. oh well, the journalist who owns earns seventy grand a year because of all this kind I, of business. I, I did that, mate. I threw a plate at my screen. <laughs> okay. um, well, Pete, um, I need to talk to you about fixing that. Pete's <laughs> the man with a big plate. Why do we use the word mammoth to describe things when they are extinct? I know they're supposed they to be coming big. back. It's very simple. Yeah. It's they were very use big. elephants then. Use yeah. dinosaurs. Well, elephant fee. Ele- elephantine is a, is a word. Uh, yeah, but yeah. You, well, let's call it elephantine instead of a mammoth fee. Pete, I'm happy with that. All right. Yeah. Why not a dinosaur fee? Uh, it could be that. Because there's different sized dinosaurs. Uh, yeah. yeah. But they're, you, they're, they're traditionally they were quite big. Um, by no. The way, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of the tabloid vernacular, they also used the phrase, um, the, the restaurant they described as a, a popular haunt. They always say a popular haunt. <laughs> no one says that in real life. No. Where'd you go last night? I went to uh, the pub down the road on the corner. It's a popular haunt along <laughs> me and my friends. What did they get on TripAdvisor? <laughs> yeah. Five should... spooks out of five. <laughs> I think that uh, Paul Pogba should have stayed in wings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't well, get that in the like, that... Man United star, Paul Pogba. <laughs> in Manchester United Embassy, Wrong. wings. Uh-huh. Using a voucher. Um, <laughs> I love it when, when tabloids hate when uh, people who earn a lot of money use vouchers or that kind of thing. Well, yeah, a... There's always been like a couple of shots of like Frank Lampard and Pound World and stuff. and oh, a couple John of Terry. Footballs. What's John Terry? John Terry as well. Yeah. And, and, and... But they're only going in to buy batteries. Yeah. It's the best place to get your batteries. Of course it is, yeah. If you did any information or advice, do <laughs> contact Pete about buying batteries. I mean, I, I would or be cherries, cheese, cheese poofs in, uh, in bulk. Cheese what? Cheese poofs. All right. Puffs. Uh, <laughs> they're cheese puffs. Well, cheesy poofs in, uh, Again, in America. Puffs. Puffs. Well, right, cheese puffs here, but cheesy poofs. Remember Cartman? Yeah. Um, he was obsessed with cheesy poofs. Yeah, yeah fine. Right. Your ambassadorial role for Poundland is suiting you very well. You can have two 
<laughs> you have two meanings for the same word. Is this a breakdown? I don't... <laughs> I'm having them weekly, mate. Peter, <laughs> just one Turn really long word. Turn your mic down. Look, what are you going to say? I can't remember. I think I was going to say. That, I was going to say. I was going to say that um, if you do need advice on buying batteries, I would be very confident. I haven't spoken to him about it, but I'd be very confident Peter would help you out with yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. All the other stuff he's talking about, as far as I'm concerned, that is in the dressing. I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> but if you want to talk about the game, um, Bournemouth aren't very good. They are struggling yeah. big time. Um, they're a bit of a Jekyll and Hyde team, anyway. Uh, they're, they're capable of some pretty good stuff, um, but there's also some capable of some, some awful stuff Look, too. they haven't won um, since December. It, it, well, absolutely correct. And, Lost and their last four. One of the headlines from this game is apparently Artur Boric has called time, in quotes, uh, on his Poland career. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine someone in Poland called time on it after watching him against West Brom. <laughs> <laughs> to be perfectly honest, Arta. Um, Arta will let you do the announcement. I think, yeah, I think he's putting the wool over our eyes there. It wasn't his decision. You can deliver it, but yep. we've made the decision for you. We'll write the script. Yeah. Um, he's 37. I didn't realise he was that old. Well, he's at Savanta for a while, wasn't he? He was, been, yeah. Been part of the, uh, that will edge the for a while. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you something, you're onto something there. <laughs> he, was at, he was at Celtic as well, had a good career. Mm. So not only have, um, have Bournemouth not won since December, I think. United haven't lost in the league since uh, since late October, I think. So no, yeah, um, they're very, uh, very, very t- consistent. I mean, we, t- we talked about so that's why we're going for an away win, guys. Come yeah. on. <laughs> well, speaking of that, Bournemouth are twelve to one with bet three six five to beat Man United. So ten pound on that will net you one hundred and thirty pound, including your Big stake. Should, should Eddie Howe do mm. the business? Mm. And and the, the Eddie Howe story is is a very interesting one because he's clearly done an amazing job taking them all the way up to the top flight, and they and they look like I mean, you know. It, it, they look like they're going to stand in Premier League, don't they? Mm, I mean, yeah. Obvious caveats aside, it looks like they're going to stand in the Premier League. Yeah, I mean, they're four job. points. But, but you know what's interesting about mm-hmm. it? You're right. He's four, they're four points off relegation, aren't they, Marcus? Yeah. And it doesn't even seem to be uh, acceptable at all to have any criticism really how. He's like the golden child of young English managers, isn't he? Mm-hmm. People would... If Arsene Wenger leaves Arsenal tomorrow, Eddie Howe will be linked with that job. Well, go on then. Slag him off. I don't rate him. I think he's done an amazing job. But what I'm saying is, yeah. I suppose... He's earned the right to be there, but we see that all the time with managers who get fired after they get promoted and then don't do maybe mm. exactly what people are expecting. Mm. But look, them. isn't this actually a good thing? Isn't this what we'd like to see more of? Like, what, just bigging like, managers up? No, but managers, not necessarily bigging them up, but them, them not immediately having everything about them sort of called into question, like the moment it starts to not, not go exactly to plan. Yeah, I suppose. I, I, I just wish Eddie Howe didn't exist so then people on <laughs> Sucker Saturday or whatever don't go, don't have someone like someone to sort of say, well, he should be getting the job, he should be getting the job, yeah, he should yeah. be getting because he looks like us. You know, I, I wouldn't I saw to someone... say he doesn't. You wish he didn't exist. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, mean, that is strong. I don't want to wipe him from the dimension or anything. <laughs> I don't have the power that's, to do that. I'd like to make that very it. clear. Yeah, but you're looking into it in that power, though. Aren't you? Um, who's picking the team this week? Our manager no longer exists. <laughs> and never did. We're just going to have to go with what Garth Crooks thinks. Paul Clement looks more like Clement. Paul Clement. Thank you. Thank you. Good. Forgive me. Manchester United. They are on a good run. Of course, they're still sixth and. Luke, you've made this point a number of times, and I'm going to make it for you. They just cannot get into that top four. So you say fourth. that, but they are sixth, and if they beat Bournemouth, which I think we all think they will, mm-hmm. uh, they're a point <laughs> behind Liverpool and they're two points behind Arsenal, who play each other. So yeah. if you know if that game's a draw, then that's them starting to gain that ground, isn't it? Moving up the travelator. That's how it goes. Manchester United only Middlesbrough have drawn more games than Manchester United in the league. Wow, mm. they're drawing games, Peter. They need to win them. Um, Pete, what have you got to say about that? No, Pete likes draws because then no one's happy. <laughs> they, they, sh- they need to win more games like Newcastle did against Brighton. <laughs> oh, better. That was great drama. Great drama. Great, great drama, guys. Great goals. That Diama, great goals that, all round. That Diama goal was an absolute whopper. 
<laughs> I think, didn't mean I it. I think it should be match of the day. Uh, match of the, I think it should be match of the day, <laughs> guys. I think it should be match of the day. I think it should be World Cup 94, that. 10.30 on Saturday. on Saturday night, people cheering in just that goal. Would it be over and over again, or would it just be really slow? No, just that and the credit. Right. Ping pong. No, you're going ping pong, go out, back, out, back. Like a boomerang on Instagram for an hour and a half. Oh, there we are. I think you should be matched with Mate. Are we ready to move on? I think you should be question time. Yes, indeed. I think we've been ready to move on for some time. Leicester City versus Hull. They were ready to move on. Yeah. This is a big one down the bottom there. Mm. Um, Roy the boy Hodgson has been linked to Leicester City. And uh, so, what's your status, Roy? What's your sort of relationship mm. with him at this point? Are you still uh, a fan or mainly are physical? Are you doing a rewind? Well, Pete, the reason I ask is because Marcus is, I know, because I know him, is mm. a big fan of Roy. Was. Yes. But Marcus is also a very big fan of England. <laughs> there you are. Right. Roy has been at the centre of the most disgraceful <laughs> episode in recent times for England, yeah. namely the Iceland defeat. Yeah. So, where does Marcus stand? What side of the fence does he fall down on? Yeah. I was disappointed with, with, with Hodgson. Has time healed your savage wounds? Yet? I think so, yeah. Okay. Right. Because so ultimately, it's yourself all over again. Well, ultimately, it's England, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he, uh, the great Fabio Capello couldn't do anything with England. He didn't so. lose to Iceland, though, did he? He didn't lose to Iceland. Is it December in Iceland he, 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 or is it football. July in Iceland? Yeah. Well, you still have to wear a t-shirt. Well, you have to wear a t-shirt at most places, don't you? No matter what the Pete, weather. Pete, oh yeah, Pete. that's why they won't let me in Harrods. <laughs> Pete, are you all right? <laughs> I'm just saying, there's two different... The, the environment is very different. One's quite frosty. I think one's quite slight, warm, but not really hot. All right? What if, is happening? This is a perfect analogy. He'll decide. Jim, it's a perfect... Lots of key bits Jim, it's a perfect you analogy. what's going on, Luke? Uh, I've talked about um, Iceland lo- beating England. Yeah. Uh, I'll just recap for you. You can ask, right, me, and ask me the question again. Let's right. be honest, for the benefit of the listener... <laughs> I oh. said Fabio Capello didn't lose to Iceland with England. Yeah. And then Pete said, is it July in Iceland or is it December in Iceland? No, I was talking about <laughs> Marcus's feelings towards why, why the boy Hudson. Right. Right? July or February? December. Yeah, December. exactly. Is it, fr- is it freezing exactly? or is it c- kind of what, warm? His feelings towards Roy? Yes. Marcus, right. do you like Roy or not? It's early May in Iceland. It's go. early May, <laughs> right. <laughs> No, a I heavy chog cardigan. I think it would be good, and I, I think Hodgson wouldn't want to end his career on a defeat to Iceland, let's no, be honest, in, no. a, in a big championship like He'll that. He'll end it by taking down the champions. Which is why he wants to take over in the summer, because he wants to... Fast forward a few years. Yeah. We are one of the best sides in League One. We yeah. really are one of the best sides in League One. <laughs> I, I think it would be a decent appointment because, as I said before, I said it on uh, our Facebook Live that Jim and I did uh, on Wednesday, mm. that Leicester, they want to be looking at uh, candidates who are bigger than people like Nigel Pearson because they are the champions and they're still in the Champions League. They should have more ambitions. They have to be realistic because they're down the bottom, so they're not going to get somebody like um, you know uh, Maximo Allegri or Massimo Allegri, somebody like that. I think Hodgson would be a, a, a pretty decent appointment. I agree. I think he's a good yeah. fit. I think he's done um, wonders at a similar size club in, in the show before. Them. And West Brom. Um, did, and yeah. West Brom as well. Didn't work out yeah, for Liverpool, true. of course, but he's, he's got a history at a club of that similar size. Did Liverpool go um, down under Hodgson? No, they didn't, no. <laughs> they nipped that in the bud before that could happen. <laughs> uh, let's be honest, if England could have been relegated under Hodgson <laughs> in that year, in that in that, uh, in that uh, halcyon summer, <laughs> they probably would have done, wouldn't they? I mean, Wales had a great tournament. England beat them. They did, actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lest we forget. Um, I, I think... Um, if you were going to sort of bring up, sort of manufacture some sort of international football white paper on how you would relegate an international team, yeah. evidence for the prosecution would oh. be 
England won Ireland. Isn't that possible in the Nations League? Yeah, well, it might well be. Sort isn't of, that, effectively go into a lower pot based what, on results. Oh, aren't we doing it? that with like the coefficients anyway? <laughs> I, I imagine it's something that's very near the top of Gareth Southgate's current agenda. <laughs> Keep and, England up. And nightmare schedule. <laughs> same thing. Yeah. Same bit of paper. <laughs> same thing, yeah. Gareth Southgate's a nightmare schedule. Oh. It's been really dull. Good punk band, they are. Yeah, indeed they are. Um, Leicester obviously beat Liverpool 3-1 they did this week. People Quite. were disgusted with them. They mm. were, Jamie Carragher was. Um, it, it is a funny one because you do look at it and you think, hang on, how come you never got that kind of performance? It was disgusting <laughs> how free-flowing they were. To, yeah, be fair, they were great. to be fair, their opposition were sluggish at the back, but I, I did, did not see that performance coming well, that, at any point. Well, that is the type of performance where people thought... Uh, after so many results, like we spoke about when they beat Manchester City last year and one or two others where you think, ah, oh, that's the result they, they, they need. Yeah. This isn't that result in Sevilla that people said, oh, might they kick on? This has mm, yeah. clearly got something great. to do with Ranieri not being there. Uh, you know, he was there. They had massive amounts of inertia going on. He's gone and they've suddenly remembered how to play. Yet mm. Ranieri was the one who gave them a place. That is so confusing. Yeah, but do you did, think, did, did, sorry, Jim, go on. I was going to say, do you think they were so sort of frightened of letting Ranieri down that it just became a sort of self-fulfilling thing? Does no. that sound like no, what a footballer so. would do. <laughs> the, the, rhetor- the rhetorical gymnastics around why they played well against Liverpool was something like, it was bizarre. It was something like, we were so fired up by the criticism mm. we got because people said we didn't like Ranieri when we did, so that when he left, we were really upset and so we tried hard. Give him a carriage it, clock instead. Yeah, he, or, a pitch, or Paul Travis Spitfire. Yeah. Spitfire. <laughs> if you like him that much, try when he's there so he doesn't get sacked. But yeah. in fairness... You've players, cost me five million quid here. <laughs> in fairness, players do that all the time, it's mm. it's yeah. not. It's not... Um, I mean, look, I'll tell you, so, example this season, the players... Um, against, uh, for Hull under Marco Silva mm. improved immensely as soon as Terry, uh, Terry Freeland Mike Freeland left but do you, mm. know, but do you think also like they, they've got their own self-preservation in, in mind as well because a lot of those players are getting older a lot of those players have probably got one good move in them uh, and they have to play themselves into the new manager's books anyway well, that's what they're doing, they, yeah. they still I need to play yeah. football I, I think with Hull who they're playing of course I think Hull it's, Silva's a better manager than Feelan I agree with that I think that's it. Phil, it's, I agree you know, with Silva's that, but... organised them a lot more I think that's why yeah, that's but, still, you, but it would be absolutely remiss not to acknowledge that there is an element with a group of players who a new manager comes in none of them know where they stand mm. so they, they want to really impress to be part mm. of the plans and that's exactly I agree with Mark Marcus being a better manager might feel absolutely, but that player's mentality still plays a part in it. And it's the same with Leicester. They're now in the shop. They're now in the shop window for whatever manager's coming in. If they give it to Craig Shakespeare uh, long term, he he's the man they've got to impress if there's another manager waiting in the wings watching them they know he's going to be watching them so they want to try and be part of the future plans that, it, it comes down to almost like a, an individual mentality which I think a lot of people find distasteful but it's by no means limited to Leicester it happens to players all the time it's a modern game mate it is it's a modern game but Hull, Hull they're, um, they're in need of points of course as well as Leicester only Middlesbrough have scored less than Hull in the league um, Leicester are 9-2 to two with Bet365 mm. to, to be relegated it's a £10 return to, uh, £55 including stakes should they go down Mm. Um, but um, I get yeah, it's a huge game between Leicester and Hull this because it will really have a huge impact on the relegation discussion. Massively. But that, and that Middlesbrough one is a bit of a misnomer as well because part of the reason they score so few goals is because um, Karanga's still so angry with yeah. the home crowd that he he won't let them they don't, because they don't deserve it. They don't they don't <laughs> set out to go and score a goal. <laughs> and that probably more that actually. Yeah. So you're saying Karanga's mugging off the 
home fairs. Karanki? Yeah. Karanki. Karanki, Karanki. Do you remember it from about a month ago? He, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, yeah. I yeah. You talking He's about, had a pop yeah. at all sorts. Oh, oh the very... crowd blew the ball out of the net. <laughs> <laughs> they really did. Not best pleased. Uh, another side down in the relegation zone of Crystal Palace, of course, down uh, fighting old relegations. They're against West Brom away. Professional party pooper Pulis will relish this one. Is it? Is it a party? He's having his own party, though. <laughs> it's, 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 a non, it's sort of a non-traditional party, but mm. Pulis is having his own party as far as they're, you know, they're doing very, very well. And it's, it's almost like uh, the, the party they're having at West Brom is being hosted by Tony Pulis mm-hmm. and it's just a load of enforced fun and you have to have <laughs> yeah. exactly the right amount of fun at the right point <laughs> otherwise you get kicked out it's like a work party isn't yeah, it, it is, he's invited yeah. you around for a party yeah. but actually you've just got to help like plaster his wall <clears throat> and, do and not, he'll, he'll give you some beers and but you can't put, have too many don't put your tie around your head let me put, hell no let me have an ounce of context and it is only an ounce of course um, how West Brom are doing this season if Arsenal and Liverpool both draw with the, um, obviously they're playing each other so that game ends in a draw which could happen and West Brom win well, pardon? Well put. Thanks. Um, <laughs> if West Brom win, the Baggies will move to within eight points of a Champions League spot. Hang on a minute. That's a stretch even for you. <laughs> well, no, if Arsenal and Liverpool draw... Yeah, but eight points is still quite a lot, isn't it? It, it is yeah, quite a, a lot. a huge amount over, over oh, what, so, what, 12 games. Oh, so, so what, in, in March, West Brom are, are still mathematically possible to, to have a Champions League spot. Is a Mark is a big idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest idiot on the podcast. Oh, are you this all right, week, Mark? Yeah. Yeah. Are, you okay? are you having a problem with your brain? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to get a calculator from the pound shop, you penis? I think I'm fine. It was a perfect point. <laughs> um, uh, Thank you, Peter. That was a perfect analogy. Thank you. Yeah, um, just, like I'm him. just saying that that's how good West Brom's season is. <laughs> Can I just say, line so of the far. season from Pete. Do you want to get a calculator from the pound shop, you penis? <laughs> even said that <laughs> but it's true you can't get him Pulis is doing a fine job he is season. doing a fine job facetiousness aside um, yeah. Yeah, it, is, it is impressive that it, they are just uh, I mean are they on course to have their best ever Premier League season surely they must be well, they must be I mean they're at home to Palace so you'd imagine them win, winning that one mm. yeah um, which uh, you know meaning Palace Arsenal and football. Liverpool draw they'll, they'll be at eight points off a Champions League well, spot guys well, the chasing I can pack- imagine that being the back pages all over <laughs> <laughs> well the chasing pack are just sort of slipping up left right and centre aren't they really yeah. that's, that's the main issue here. Mm. That's how they're able to uh, get close to a Champions League. Not, not the main issue for Crystal Palace. Sorry, no, they're, they're not sorry, close to a Champions League spot. They're not close. When May comes around, no one is going to be saying, oh, West Brom are only eight points on Champions League. <laughs> they're probably going to be saying, Marcus, refers to you, yep. West Brom finished, I don't know, eighth. That's brilliant. Yeah. They're not going to be saying the Champions League thing. Europa right? League? No. It's got an extra, extra spot for Europe they, now. They, they won't get to the Europa League either. All right. You've heard it. All right. Well, let me tell you something, because if Liverpool lose (laughs) (laughs) and West Brom win, then West Brom are champions. (laughs) Marcus is maths out. (laughs) Um, But the reason why I said the big issue for Crystal Palace isn't anything to do with that is because Pulis still owes them 3.77 million. Is that true? He hasn't paid it. Can we get that checked off? Can we get that checked off? One newspaper used the words bailiffs. Oh, really? Yeah. Mammoth bailiffs. Yeah, mammoth bailiffs. (laughs) (laughs) The 3.7 million pound man Pulis. (laughs) Elephantine (laughs) bailiffs. He threw a plate of nothing at him. Oh, man, yeah. Um, So so there we are. But Allardyce, he'll be desperate to build on last Mm. week's win. He will be. And I want to talk about the Crystal Palace team bus, if you don't mind. Yes. Go on, then. Um... Crystal Palace fans, um, <laughs> you know that we, we, we were going to do this last week, but yeah, we didn't speak about it. For some, some reason, we didn't have time. <laughs> yeah. this, this should be top of the running order. Yeah. Um, Crystal Palace fans took a lot of spray cans and graffitied and um, essentially ruined a team bus, mm. assuming it was the 
Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough bus, bus yeah. turned out to be the Crystal Palace bus. Which is fine. Which they had loaned Middlesbrough, is that right? Because they flew down. But they done. They did quite a good job with the yeah. actual artwork. It looked <coughs> no, quite yeah. good. Leave it on there. But the, yeah, but the thing, well, quite, because the thing <laughs> I... Sell off like a Banksy. The takeaway I got from it was 40 grand's worth of damage. <laughs> How is that... 40 grand I'll clean, I'll clean it off for 10 grand yeah I know, well, because someone's probably thought oh well we're going to need a new bus now yeah yeah. must be that it must literally be that the driver's going to oh, I'm not driving that there's not even listen 40 grand they've not even put a window in <laughs> I would be putting yeah. every window in if I knew it was going to cost me 40 grand oh. I've changed the partridge to babtridge alright <laughs> it's fine <laughs> Crystal 10 <Bab-tridge>. grand please <laughs> oh my goodness right well we, we're going to uh, talk about a draw uh, a game which is odds on for a draw after this Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Limboy Primus and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Hi, I'm Limboy Primus and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. It's Liverpool versus Arsenal. Mm. It's uh, it's a big one in the context of West Brom season. Um, <laughs> Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Sturridge's future at Liverpool looks in doubt, Jim. It really does, You're worried about him. I am. Well, Klopp said this week, didn't he? And to be fair, it wasn't just the Daniel Sturridge he was talking about, but, it, you know, the... the Clearly, Sturridge is the most likely for this to happen. He said, "There's, you know, there are players where, come the end of the season, they'll, they'll assess the situation and what they're bringing to the squad, and you know, they they have to work hard." And he was saying that, you know, they're, they're trying to get Sturridge in the best possible shape they can, so he can he, he can end the season as well as possible. So but they can does, sell him off. Yeah, well, basically, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's about what are these five million for you? So buck your ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but Jim, do you think Liverpool will be able to perform against Arsenal with the pressure that what this game means for West Brom on their shoulders? I don't know. <laughs> Will, will I Arsenal think, be... I think it, both teams will feel undermined. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think Arsenal, a, a, show, a team like Arsenal going to... Just going... <laughs> popping off to a ground like Anfield. Yeah. The, the pair of them will just feel no. irrelevant. No. And yeah. it's going to probably be a rubbish imagine, game. Is it, is it at Anfield, isn't it? Can you, do you reckon Arsenal Wenger will tip the, uh, the coach on the way through to the Hawthorns just to have a quick word with Tony Pooch? <laughs> Don't worry, Tony. We'll do our yeah. best for you, mate. Yeah. Well, they'll, they'll certainly have them on the radio, won't they? Yeah. They'll know what's going yeah. on at the Hawthorns. Yeah. What's on the side of the bus? It's just some Arsenal graffiti. Costs us a fortune to get rid of that. You do realise, Arson, if you get a draw here, <laughs> this is massive for us. Where, where did you get that calculator from? <laughs> <laughs> do, do you think Arsenal go out and try and scuff a West Brom season, Jim? 
So, w- was he giving <laughs> him the option? You're never going to be with the big guys. The <laughs> Jacobs. Was he giving him clean? Was he giving him the option to come off at half time? Is that what he was saying? I'm not sure if it was at the end of the game or at half time. I mean, I, sure. I, I, I mean, it's a bit rich, sort of saying it at the end of the game. Do you want to get, get in the shower? I'll get in the shower anyway, mate. Yeah, I've yeah. just played 90 minutes of football. Yeah, I'm going right with him. My rights to get in the shower. All the bath. It's my choice. That's very true. Yeah, I, I think um, I, for, for all that um, frivolity, I do. I do see a bit of that in there. I think Marie, I, I understand where Mourinho's coming from there. I wouldn't <laughs> want to criticise the man's man management because clearly he's a very successful manager. So there is a there is a kernel of truth in that. Mm. Manager, I think. Yeah, he has, he has patches of form, and I think yeah. is linked to that. And he, he finds got, football very easy, and that's that's right. And sometimes yeah. footballers just I'd, I'd give up. I'd be like, well, I, I, this is well easy. A lot of it is. I know you definitely give up. Shut a, up. A lot of the um, <laughs> a lot of the um, body language thing reversal mm. is a tricky one as well. Never mm. underestimate the. Effect that has on the fans in the stand. He's quite slopey shouldered, quite yeah. mopey, isn't he? You can say I, that I, about I Sanchez, know, though, because yeah, he, he goes mad every he's match. Tantrum, he gets out, yeah. I don't, I don't think necessarily that is indica- indicative of, of Ozil not trying or caring. Oh, no, I don't I think, think it is. I'm just saying it looks like it might yeah, be. I'm yeah. not saying it is. I don't know the guy, but I'm mm. saying that's, how he, that's his demeanour. Well, if you, if you look at, I think, the stats under. Mourinho when Ozil played there was he not the, the, the biggest assist oh I imagine he would have been hugely talented but um, if Liverpool evens with bet 365 to banish those Leicester nightmares and beat Arsenal so £10 will return £20 including stake wouldn't bet against them they're wouldn't good against, against a good them. team Klopp's record mm. against the um, against the better teams is good and and one thing I would say about before we move on about Liverpool and, and Klopp is a lot I've, I've seen a few bits and pieces about Klopp how long is he going to be there and stuff I mean the guy's only been there 18 months yeah. if you look at the managers that came along before him you could argue the last three of them <clears> probably at that point in their respective careers weren't able to do the job properly okay they've hired well there you go they've hired Klopp Klopp is big enough for the job therefore you've got to give him time to actually go and do his thing that he needs to do mm. the squad isn't good enough at the moment you'd expect him to, to, to put that right but Klopp is absolutely the right man for the job I don't think they could hire someone to replace him better than Klopp do you think at this point in the season he's sort of looking at the, looking at the table and sort of going well we're probably not even going to get Champions League here and that's not that's not nailed on. So it would be very tough for them. It would be very tough for them. So why don't I just kind of take a take a dive on this one and just show the boss? What deliberately that I need lose it. games? Well, not deliberately. I'm certainly not saying that. Look, man, no. goodness me. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the, but I'm just saying, like, if the worse they do, the more money he gets to spend in the summer, what? and that is becoming is that, more and more and important. That's the game. Is that and that's the real game. Well, I don't think. I, yeah, I think it, the, the, you know, the one point. Off the, the one point off the Champions League. But if you think of the teams that are probably going to get, you've got Chelsea, Spurs. Man City and, and West Brom. <laughs> it's um, before we move on from Arsenal, did you see this? After um, Bayern's 5-1 beating of Arsenal, there was a Facebook event in Chile that sprung up called the National March for Alexis Sanchez to leave Arsenal. Oh, wow. wow. National? Yeah. National? Yeah. How many people? The group posted, we do not want him to play in Madrid, not to return to Barcelona. The truth is that we don't give a damn what team he plays for. We just want to see him fight along with 10 others to get results. No more alone. In the West Midlands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where, how Four, many people? 14,000 people showed an interest at turning up in the an big interest? Park. <laughs> That's so close for that, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, maybe. I'll tip maybe. Yeah. I'll tip maybe. Well, how many turned up? Ten. Five. <laughs> <laughs> a national march. Five. You don't get to call it a national march. I think oh. the whole length of the country as well. Yeah. That, makes a, a long country. that is a very long country. That makes the ramble of a global event. I got <laughs> half that in my 30th. <laughs> I think it was probably a bit of a... a How did you half five? Don't ask him for crying out loud. There's a court case. You don't know my friends. Um, you only there for half the night. <laughs> now, of course, Sanchez and Urza will face each other in the, the Confederations Cup this summer. Yeah. That's mm. Chile. Chile and Germany are in, in Group B along with Australia and Cameroon. Did we all see that FIFA have announced that uh, th- this summer for the Confed Cup spectators will be able to purchase what they've called obese tickets for those who need a I little more wiggle that. room? Smashing. <laughs> what would you call them, Pete? Fatty, fatty, boom, boom, jazz. <laughs> 
He didn't disappoint me, Marcus. I put this out on Twitter. I suggested cuddly tickets. That suggests like two people sat on one seat. I just think they should have the option to have like a chaise longues and see so you can watch the match lying down. Yeah. And just have two or three chairs. Isn't it chaise longues? Yeah, I'm yeah. saying it in a stupid way because oh, yeah, I'm okay. uncouth. Okay, sorry, or, man. Or comically uncouth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Comically well uncouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually cool. <laughs> Still got the pound shop, though. So, yeah. uh, so, so the, the ticket, are the seats going to be bigger? Is that what they're saying? Well, I think that's what they're saying, yeah. That's why society's going if you no, read the newspapers. I'm telling you, everyone's fat, <laughs> But why, why call them a bee's tickets? I know, yeah. Just, yeah, they shouldn't yeah. call them a bee's I'm fairly certain that is just a translation thing because it wouldn't have been done by an English ad agency, would it? Or an English speaking ad agency. You'd hope not. You'd hope not. You're the one who does all the voiceovers, won't you? Mm, <laughs> Have a fat chair <laughs> at the Confed Cup. <laughs> oh, Confed to, to excess. Confed. <laughs> and then a wink to camera, fade to black. There we are. That's why he's a professional. Yeah. Uh, Spurs versus uh, Everton. That's a thigh rubber for me. It is. It's the thigh rubber of the weekend, you'd think. More, yeah. more of a thigh rubber than um, Liverpool, Liverpool Arsenal? Arsenal? I think Liverpool Arsenal's the yeah. thigh rubber. That's the, that's Come the, on I now. That's the real if, if, you're gonna, if you're going to think of a, one of those fixtures you're going to fall on its arse, though, and be a nil-nil, yep. I'd say you're more likely yeah. Liverpool Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. I, I, I think the way Everton are playing, I think... Um, they should be. They could be quite a saucy one. Everton are much better at home, though, aren't they? Yeah, that's, that's they the thing. Their, their home record is a lot. But more. now there's their chance to prove it. Look, that they can do well, it on the road. True, true. And this is a good opportunity for me to talk about the old uh, pitch size thing that I got battered for this week. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> one thing I forgot to mention is that there are caveats in place for teams who've got old stadiums which <gasps> the pitch doesn't oh, fit. Sorry, Luke, I didn't hear no and, caveats and, last uh, week. No, I <laughs> it was a caveat-free ramble last so week. Not mate. all the pitches in the Premier League are exactly the same size. Most people wouldn't have rather hear me have a pitch shirt anyway. But we were probably uh, in our room. We were talking so much about my. Shirt. We didn't have time for the caveats. Your really loud black and white shirt. <laughs> Stopped you wearing it this week, didn't it? No, I'm wearing a craviat. Cravat. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, Luke, go on, the pitches. There, well, there, there are some stones that are quite old, which means the pitch can't get up to standard. Right. Yeah. Um, but that aside, they are all the same size. Yeah, okay. How, big, how I mean? big is West Brom's? Oh. Don't, don't get into that now. <laughs> I think they're eight yards off it being. Um, <laughs> Champions League only. Yeah, yeah. Uh, according to Ron Cooman, Wayne Rooney would be, would be welcome back at Goodison Park. Yeah. And old Wazza said he's interested Did in he, this. Is that true? I haven't seen him I'm say into that. it. That's what some uh, some places are, are reporting. Well, yeah, because we've, we've spoken about this a lot, haven't we, over the past about three years, really? Like, where will Wayne Rooney land when he leaves mm. uh, Man United? But you'd look at this and think, surely this is just bound to happen now. Like, if both parties are ex- expressing an expressing an interest in it now. Surely that will happen in the summer and ah. it will it'll just sort of go quietly into retirement. Have they? You're Everton. forgetting the hurdle that is Paul Stratford. Yeah, quite. <laughs> because he wants his Going to make him go to China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have they histo- Everton haven't historically played, paid massive wages, have they? They've always played hardball. They've True. had to. But uh, don't underestimate um, what I think maybe Luke and others have, have said before about Rooney. He is um, very much a man who uh, likes living in that part of the world, his family and all his... his he's not, he's not going to China. And, no, and Paul Strap, as I said to you guys before, Paul Strap wasn't even in China, no. as far as I know. So he might have been in China town. He's, he's going to stand in the northwest. It's it's It was one of those two and two... We mm. should probably equal four. Mourinho's handling him pretty well. Yeah. Um, you can see him moving on in, in the summer. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I absolutely don't think it's, it's what Everton need. No. But I can see the attraction from a, from a commercial point of view from the fact that he's an Everton fan and all that other stuff. So mm. um, yeah. it, it would make sense to me. Um, but on the um, on the Spurs-Everton game, I think I do, uh, just to reiterate, I think it's going to be a, a good game. Everton's record at what? Elaine's poor. Um, Spurs were irresistible against Stoke. They, I mean, just killed the game off as soon as they could, really. Um, played three at the back. They've got a few injury problems, I think, at the back particularly but other than that I think mm. 
it, sh- it should be a really good game. Also, as well, Lukaku generally doesn't do so well against the top sides, does he? So um, that that would be a real boon for. for I don't Spurs, have the, I don't have the data on that, but I'll take I'll take your word for it, uh, Jimbo. But this is the type of game where Kuman wants to, he wants to make his side into into one of the Premier League's big boys, you know, yeah. within their sort of limitations, if you know what I mean. And uh, and this is the type of game where he will be relishing to, 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 to test his team against one of the best sides in the league. That's what he wants. Because it's all very well, as you say, if they, they you know, they beat... Um, you know, the likes of, I don't know, whether it be a Hull or a Stoke or somebody at Goodison, that's all very well. But these are the games that Everton need to mm, win to yeah. start being taken uh, a bit more seriously in terms of challenging for European places, whether that's you, this you, season or even next season. But you'd argue that Spurs aren't really taken um, that seriously, just simply because, well, for many reasons, their manager's not that charismatic. People just don't trust them to, to mount a title challenge properly anyway. And, and I know Chelsea are running away with the league, but I, I don't, don't know, think I think Spurs don't get the respect that they did clearly, clearly deserve I don't think column inches well, last season people yeah. w- w- were very serious about them challenging for the title obviously they didn't they didn't do it um, but this season Chelsea have just been so good mm. that no one else has been talking <clears> about the title because it's so blatantly obvious that it's, it's Chelsea's to lose and has been for a long time Oh, I don't know. It's depressing, isn't it? Do you think Pochettino? <laughs> is that what this is really about? <laughs> Do you think Pochettino is he's got half an eye on the Barcelona job, which will be free in the summer? Well, why, why do you keep saying this? <laughs> what? I've addressed this over and over again on this damn show. He's not going to Barcelona. Oh, <laughs> he, he said, he said maybe he, he is. He was said he was. He said he said the other day he was born with a bull on his arm, which is like some Spanish translation for the fact that he would. He's Espanol through and through. He, the, the the thing I read in the newspaper just yesterday. Mm-hmm. Is that um, if he was, if, even if Spurs gave him permission to talk to Barcelona, he's given indications he wouldn't even want to interview for the job. Mm. It was more of a, a way into talking about Kuman a bit more for Barcelona. Well, you could have just said, "Was Kuman going to go to Barcelona?" <laughs> he's, one, he's one of the managers in the, in the game well, as well. I've seen Twitter lately. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sam Pauli's the favourite because uh, he's doing a fine yeah, job. Doing a fantastic job. Barcelona, the Barcelona thing is like you have to. It seems to me to be considered for the Barcelona job, you mm. have to have a link to Barcelona. Mm. And you have to play football in a certain style, right? Which is why it was really odd to me to see uh, Arsene Wenger link with the job. No, well, I think you know, they've had so many dealings in the past and there's talk of Wenger leaving his post in, in, in the summer and it would be the most Arsenal thing in the world, post-Wenger, for Wenger to get Arsenal into the Champions League, leave for Barcelona and, and then knock them out in the last <laughs> yeah. But I wonder, it would be really good to know once and for all whether the bad luck perception is, is Arsene Wenger or Arsenal. Because mm. then if, if Arsene Wenger's Barcelona played Arsenal, <clears throat> we'd find out for sure I quite, yeah, yeah, it, be it might well be it? I've got no interest in having a pop at Wenger because he's an amazing servant for Arsenal but if, if <laughs> Arsenal Wenger's Barcelona played Arsenal and Arsenal like, batted him 6-0 <laughs> aggregate, you'd, know where the problem, you'd know where the problem was that all that time why, why is the Barcelona job so seemingly exhausting to managers yeah, it, does they, it, it to everyone it, doesn't it puts, it, it puts people through the absolute ringer doesn't it I guess there's so much pressure on it absolutely it is one of the biggest jobs in the world and I think the Spanish press particularly with Barca and Real they affect Effectively, I mean, they have their own newspapers, really, yeah. don't they, that are, that are focused towards them, which, as much as, you know, we, we have that here to a degree, it's not it's not quite that intensely focused in, in, in two particular directions. So it's, it's got a bit that. more spread here. Yeah, but quite, is it also to do with the... I mean, when we talk about that, Pete's reference there, you probably think of talking mostly about Guardiola and Enrique. And is that purely because they're those type of intense... 
passionate, sort of all-encompassing type characters yeah. anyway. They're quite intense. I mean, Guardiola's known as a quite intense, mm-hmm. yeah. details guy, isn't he? Mm-hmm. And if Enrique's the same, and I'm not as familiar with Enrique, but if he's the same, it's going to be exhausting pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, he's not it's press like Guardiola's... He... Sorry, go Sorry, mate. It's like Guardiola's set that standard, and right, now Barcelona, okay. Barcelona themselves are trying to maintain mm. it, it seems. Mm. Well, I, I think with the current current uh, manager, I just think he, he looks knackered, he is knackered, and he just never... The fans never click with him. Which think, is weird, because, you know... Yeah, because his... Someone side, has to manage... Well, Barcelona the, football club. The treble that he won is arguably <laughs> was was maybe even more impressive than Guardiola. Yeah, Some yeah. people suggested people, for, for other reasons. I'm not. I wouldn't perhaps say that, but it's a flipping treble. Put people, your hat people, in the people, ring. People forget what Enrique. <laughs> people forget what Enrique achieved. I think. Absolutely. I don't even Absolutely. get the credit. I think. I think the reason why he's stepping down and and he's saying, you know, I'm tired. I need a rest. Is he probably thinks that they're going to change it in the summer anyway? Mm. Maybe. So I'm, you can't you can't sack me. I quit sort of well, thing. And he, and he leave with his head held very high. Well, the talk of the real talk I've heard of it, of it about the situation is that. The, the next manager will be whoever Lionel Messi wants it to be. Is that right? Mm. Yeah, what that. if he wants it to be Pochettino? <laughs> <laughs> they're they're really going to butt heads. Well, I was about to say, Peter, on current form, Pulis. <laughs> <laughs> Ranieri's available. If this was in two years' time, yep. and, uh, and Everton had lifted, say, the FA Cup or something, yeah. uh, or maybe got into the Champions League, and then they went after Koeman, I think that would be a no-brainer, given his his obviously played in the Dream Team, and he's mm. a bit of Barcelona, and they've, they've mm. sort of, uh, if reports are to believe they trailed him for a while. I wonder if it'll be a bit early at this point. I, I would be ashamed to see him go now, I think he's got plenty of time ahead of him. Yeah, but and this is why the games like Spurs versus Everton are crucial for, for, for Ronald Koeman. It's as I say, it's all very well if Everton establish themselves as a you know a, a solid um, top top half. Premier League side, you know that is an achievement. Don't get me wrong, but with Everton, with some of the players they have and the manager they have, they've got to be looking at challenging for those European spots. And this is the type of game where if they win now, if they win that game, everyone, everyone will think, "Hang on a flipping minute here," you know, mm. they, they mean business. Mm. Well, the draw is fourteen to five with Bet three six five to ten pound returns, thirty eight pound including stake. So that'll be an interesting game to watch on the it's on TV on the Sunday, isn't it? It might be, well be, be yeah. a good old game to watch. Um, I'll be excited for what it. What is our bet of the show, old sport? Our bet of the show. About 365. Well, as we all know, the great uh, friend of the ramble, Ed Gibson, Gibby. is still in the hot seat after last week's successful uh, bet. Uh, Did he, he go missing? Did we find him in the end? We found him. He got, found in, touch. Him, got in touch. Oh. He got in touch. Yeah, don't, don't worry. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't anything to worry about. Um, I don't want to tell you what he was up to uh, because, <laughs> because I genuinely don't know. Oh. Uh, you make it sound like you do know. No, I don't. <laughs> he, he wants to go with um, West Bromwich Albion to beat Crystal Palace, but with both teams to score. Oh. It's at 9 to 2 with bet 365. £50 uh, at 9 to 2 with bet 365 returns £275, including stake. All proceeds go to Prostate Cancer UK, of course. Uh, gamble responsibly, and you must be over the age of 18 to gamble. And for more information, go to begamblerware.org. Let's all get behind this one. Yeah. Both teams to score, but West Brom to win. It's 9-2. to two. It's Ed Gibson's pick. And let's see if he can go into an unprecedented <laughs> third week in that hot seat. It'll be getting very hot. Fantastic. Well, Bloody hot. Talk about pressure on Enrique. I know. Pressure, pressure on, on Ed Gibson. Gibby wants the seat, and he thinks to himself, who's the most likely to win? West Brom. If he gets three, or, to play for. If he gets three or four right in a row... Yeah. Yeah. He would be on the shortlist for the Barcelona job. <laughs> he, um, he clearly knows football. Indeed. Let's look ahead to the weekend. Yeah, looking ahead to the weekend. A few things happened this week. Um, oh, yeah. One thing I want to mention, Tommy Gemmell passed away today. Yeah. Age 73. Ooh, one yeah. of the original Lisbon Lions scored against Inter in the 67 European Cup final. Um, and they were, of course, the British, first British team to win the European Cup. So mm. sad, sad to see him go. Condolences. Um, it's World Book Day today. Uh, so oh. use that as an excuse to go and get our book, which is available on Amazon for £8, which is an absolute... Snip what? Eight pounds. Mm. Wow. Yeah, cheaper, uh, half the price. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, looking forward to the weekend from some of our listeners. Barry Williams, this is one for you, Pete. Also a World Book Day themed uh, uh, message. Barry says, I came into work dressed as Pete, an author, for World Book Day, but security confiscated my shirt as it was offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Well, um, I'm going to flatten him and he'll be flat Stanley. Stop threatening people. That's two people you've asked to fight already. <laughs> yeah. One of whom we know you wouldn't beat. Oh, uh, he's tough in the room for the men to back him up, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Get him on the street, guys. That'd be my tip. <laughs> Get him on the street, guys. That'd be my tip. Get him on road, fam. Um, Mike Parsons. Uh, my highlight was the set piece Bonanza um, that will be provided for us by Sam Adice and Tony Poulis as they attempt a world record for the highest number of total combined centre-backs ever to be shoehorned into two starting lineups, <laughs> <laughs> we should get We should get like an over and under thing. It'd probably be at least six of them, I think, in that game. Um, what else we got? Jonathan Tengwall. I'm looking forward to visiting my girlfriend in Brussels this weekend. Last week she got laid off from her work, so I'm going to comfort her, give her an inspirational speech about how it happens to the best of us, show her some pictures of Claudio Ranieri, and then probably have to start looking for a new girlfriend. Oh. Hope not, Jonathan. Uh, Mark Elms. <laughs> looking forward to the fallout from Pete's attempt at getting a mention on the Facebook Live Forza Ramble every Wednesday at 2pm on the Facebook page mm. only for him to have mistimed his message and have it pop up right at the end. I guess he's still on Chinese time. <laughs> I was actually on live uh, national radio so I have a bit of that. Okay. There we go. <laughs> so so yeah. I was distracted by doing a job. Um, I did watch never, though, it's very good. You've never uh, never stopped you before. Really. <laughs> good, good point. Wednesday um, afternoon, 2pm, right. Forza Ramble. A lot of fun. I'll finish off with this one from James Dobson. Planning a night out on Friday to coincide with the Leeds game. If we win, could be a big one to the early hours. But knowing that inevitably we will lose to Gianfranco Zola, we'll be getting kebab at 9.45. Listen, I hope you have a nice time, whatever happens, James. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I fancy Leeds for that one. Do you? OK. Um, Maybe I, you can go out on go out on the on the razzle dazzle with the with the hashtag lads and James Dobson. Maybe yeah. you fit in like a glove, mate. I'll dobby. do it. Take uh, Pete with you. He'll fight someone. Old Dobby and I will <laughs> fit in like a glove. Mm. I enjoyed that. <laughs> I'm like looking... you've balled it up and jammed it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you looking, horrible man. I'm looking forward to seeing what Motherwell can do without Mark McGee in charge. Ugh. Well, I'll tell you what was remiss of us. We didn't point out that he's actually got another job. He's assistant manager of Scotland. Mm. It's an ambassadorial role. Who could be better? The PSC role. Who could be better suited than yeah, that? Yeah, well, you need an enforcer, don't you, sometimes? Yeah. I mean, Martin O'Neill's got Roy Keane. Yeah, yeah, true, actually. <laughs> you know, or Stuart Pearce, that's probably what he did. Imagine those two Southgate got? I'm not sure. I can't remember. That's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. The fear of loneliness. I told you about a week and a half ago, it took me about a second and a half to remember who the England manager was. <laughs> that, that's where I currently am with the national team. Yeah, it wasn't because Allardyce had Sammy Lee, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, good God. Wow. <laughs> what a strange couple of years it's you, been. Sammy Lee's wrote his contribution to internet memes with the new assistant manager, the Roy Hodgson. Oh, every, that picture. Leaping, leaping. Every, every with a, shuffling. Leaping with a grimace over some hardings. Like an orc. Marcus, wrap this up. All right, then. Talk about memes, not, over here. He's, not even, he's not even looking at the rest of us. <laughs> he's looking at looking in his I'm, I'm trying to remember who it is. And, Marcus, uh, it's was, Steve Holland. When I'm, oh, okay. <laughs> trying yeah. to remember who it is looking at a computer screen. I'm Pathetic. trying to remember who it is. <laughs> Marcus, when I, when I start talking um, about memes to Pete, yeah. it's because we've run out of things to say. I'm looking for some common ground. Yeah. It's the first thing I think of. Do you, you want to hear, do you wanna hear, to finish us off, the last thing I remember buying from a pound shop for my dad? Yes. Yeah. A resin figurine of a nurse with her boobies out that was also a pig. Thanks for listening <laughs> to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365, everybody. And on the receipt it said sexy pig resin. <laughs> can, we repeat, can we replace Pete with a Pete soundboard next week? <laughs> I think so. It's time to go. Say goodbye, pound. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. It's only a pound. Say goodbye, Pete. Bye. And bye from me. Sorry. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 